Hi, everyone, and welcome to Oh My God, I Can't, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Oh My God, I Can't. So we've got her back, Stephanie. She is our official behind-the-scenes individual, but she is out in the forefront, and we thought this would be a really fun episode because we talk about some deep topics, kind of, not really. Sometimes we do. Um, but I thought she has been blowing me up with some of these really um, just trivial, ridiculous topics that I think are just so off the wall and crazy that I figured she could take the lead in really enlightening all of us on some of the things that she's been reading. And mark my words, it's nothing that's educational or going to serve any purpose. <laughs> it's the news I like the most. The news you like the most. So what's hit me with the first one. Okay. Well, first of all, did you hear about the man in Washington that accidentally shot himself in his testicle? Okay, that's not that big a that's deal. the first part of the story. Okay. okay. So he um, had a gun in his waistband or his pocket or Shocking. something. Shocking. An armed man in America. <clears throat> True. Um, and I don't know whether he was licensed, whether it's legal there. <laughs> I don't know. But he had this gun. He accidentally shot himself in the testicle and the thigh. So balls and, and the thigh. While he went to the hospital to get the bullet removed. and <laughs> From his balls. Whatever you do when that happens. Um, I think while he was in surgery, a bag of marijuana slipped out of his anus. <laughs> <laughs> so not only was his problem, <laughs> he was <laughs> carrying a gun in his waistband or pocket. Yeah, like, something shoved up his Doesn't ass, seem yeah. like the smartest idea anyway. But then he has drugs in his butt and he doesn't tell anybody till it just slides itself out. Well, I would imagine if you shot yourself in the balls, the first thing on your mind would be, I need to get this bullet out of my balls. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, I mean, granted, I'm not speaking from experience, but I could only imagine. But I guess my second question is, I think you read the story wrong. That it had to have taken place in like West Virginia or something. That couldn't have been in a no, metropolitan my, area. I actually went back and looked because I was checking for Florida. Because you know, the, you hear like, is it Florida or anywhere else? Or like one of those stories that's always like some part. Nothing against Florida. <laughs> no, well, clearly you have something very against Florida. There's a news, oh, there's a whole news program on the LA News about, is it Florida or anywhere else? <laughs> and they tell stories that sound exactly like this. <laughs> so my question too is, is weed legal in Washington? Oh, well, that's a very good point because what you're saying is he probably didn't have to shove that up his ass if it was Yeah, legal. or was it so much that it was illegal at that point? <laughs> then... If it was so much, how did it just slide out of his ass? I mean, how big is that opening? Not to be disgusting. True. But, I, I mean, mean, you were in surgery, so I don't know. You must be real relaxed when you're under the <laughs> If that was anesthesia or not. But think about it, though. If you knew that there was something in an, in an orifice, you know what I mean, a part of your body, and you were nervous about it, you'd be clenching true but he must have been that's what i'm saying if he was under the knife and he was like super relaxed that's probably when it happened i, I have no medical training whatsoever and i have i know nothing about what i'm talking about but that's just my rationale for it do you think he got in more trouble for what was in his butt or having the gun loose like that like can if you if you can legally carry a gun can you legally fine. carry it in a pocket or do you have to have some kind of holster for it? I, I don't know. Uh, that I don't know. I I'm think not a gun person. I think holsters are like TV, though. I think that that's people, two people that are raised in Southern California. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think people have holsters if you're not a cop. So you just carry it in your waistband? I think so. That doesn't Again, seem safe. I, unless you're like old and making a political statement, because I think that those types of people have holsters. But I think if you're just like a young, um, gun-loving person that you could just... Again, I 
should not be talking about this topic. I don't even, I've never held a gun. I've never seen one in person. I have no idea how this works. You don't have one in your purse? I do not have one in my purse. You might shoot yourself in the testicle. <laughs> shoot myself in the <laughs> testicle I don't have. <laughs> no, but it would, it would be just like me. First of all, I don't believe in guns. I don't, I don't, uh, we were, as little kids, we weren't even allowed to play with them. It was just something that wasn't really something that we were raised around. And again, my parents are from New York and we were raised in Southern California. Like you kids just didn't play with guns. I guess maybe, maybe the kids in my neighborhood didn't. Um, but yeah, no, I would be the gu- I would be the person to probably shoot myself in a tit too if I was <laughs> if I had a gun because Lord knows I wouldn't be using it properly. You'd get one of those real fancy holsters around your armpit, <laughs> <laughs> carry, accidentally shoot your tit. Give myself my very own mastectomy. It's that could true. probably be the way it's that true. I went down. I mean, I guess so. Your question is: Is is he in trouble for the marijuana slipping out of his ass? Yeah, I mean, it's legal almost everywhere. Here's I know federally legal, it's not, but come on, nobody's getting like busted for a baggie of weed anymore are they i i don't know again i don't know what's going on outside of california with that but i'll say this not that i'm making laws for this country or anything but i'm gonna put it out there i think he's been through enough (laughs) that's punishment enough. i think that is punishment enough not only the fact that he shot himself in the balls which i know if you you know men are very protective of that area and i know that that is extraordinarily painful like that's enough okay not to mention the embarrassment and the shit that he's going to have to endure from everybody else. Because you know that's going to be the joke for the rest of his life. Like, yeah. you know what? Where's your ball? Well, where's your ball? <laughs> but it's going to be like if his name is Jeff. Like, watch out, Jeff. He's here with his asshole. Like, you know <laughs> Hide your wallets, everyone. You don't want him slipping some money into his asshole. Like, you know, that's going to be something that he's never going to be able to shake. True. Okay, Jess. I have a question for you. Okay. Would you go to a cafe yes. where um, they had really good food? Yum. Good drinks. Love it. And it was filled with puppies. Totally. Is that like your dream cafe? I mean, I think it'd be a really good time. Um, What about if it was filled with cats? I mean, I don't, I love all animals. I wouldn't say that I'm a cat person. I had a cat back in the day, but I think that cat had a lot of dog tendencies. So it wasn't like your, you know, stereotypical cat, but sure. I mean, the cat fur would be a little bit tough, but I think, yeah, I guess I would. But you're okay with the dog fur. Yeah, but dogs are different. Dogs are better than people. There'd be dog slobber and fur. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So I heard this other story in San Francisco. Oh, Jesus. And um, they're doing a pop-up bar. It's $49 to get in at the door. That's a lot of money. I mean, that's a lot for a cover charge. All ages. You love animals. Um, Let me just say not all animals (laughs) because I don't like where you're going with this. Um, It's $49 to get in. And you can get an awesome cocktail and eat it or drink it um, amongst hundreds of rats. What? Would you go? Fuck no. <laughs> That's disgusting. Like street, San Francisco street rats? I don't know. I mean, any pet rats, the, all of it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I have a hard time going into Petco and walking past the pet rats that are for sale that have been bred to be pets and disgusting. have never been on a street in their life. I have a hard time. It's my thing. No, that's my thing too. I'm <laughs> terrified. And that's why when I read this story, I instantly thought of you because we do agree on this. I'm terrified of rats. I also wouldn't go to the cafe with the dogs. God, you're so fucking uptight. Dogs are awesome. <laughs> yeah, but they'd be all over the place and there'd be dog drool and all that grosses me out too. But the rats, 
I think I would lose my mind if I walked in and I would never pay anybody $4, let alone $49 to walk into this place and see all these rats. And who is taking this building after they leave? Uh, no, certainly not me. <laughs> and who's cleaning up all the, the whole day? You'd have to clean up all day long because there'd be rat droppings all over that First place. First of all, I'm going to just jump in and say that the people going here have to be the dirtiest, most disgusting people on the planet because rats... I mean, I do love animals. I don't know if I consider rats animals. I'm terrified of rats. Terrified. And I think it's like, I don't even, I've never had like a childhood trauma or anything involving a rat. I've thought about what it is that is so triggering to me with these rats, like any kind of vermin. It just completely freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. I, it's so bad that when I'm in New York, and I don't love public transportation, but I know when you're in New York, you're kind of, you know, you're you're sort of at the mercy of it. If I'm waiting for a subway, I will not look on that track. I will not because I know exactly what is in that track and I don't want to see it. I'm terrified mm -hmm. of rats. Do you remember what happened to me at my apartment in Hollywood with our the rat that showed up? I think I kind of do, but then I, do, I think I forgot it. I'm just remembering it I'm right so now. glad it was you and not me. <laughs> I woke up from a nap. I want to die. When my son was a baby, he was taking a nap and I went to sleep and I woke up to the sound of something Ew, I'm already scratching. in my room. And we had those like apartment blinds, like the metal horizontal blinds. So I heard something on the blinds and I opened my eyes and I could see a tail. Oh God. Sticking through. Was it a rat or a mouse? Through the blinds and the claws of a rat on the inside. Was like, the window open? No, it was like between the window and the blind. And we had this old, cool, I remember my old apartment. Yeah, that apartment was, was awesome. It was really awesome, but it was a very old building. It was built in the 20s and it had these um, I mean, like heater vents. like 20s like my house right now? Yeah, <laughs> but yours is remodeled. It had um, these heater vents and we just turned on the heaters for the first time. So I think it must have come in through those vents. But I... To escape the heat. <laughs> could not... <laughs> move. I froze in my tracks and I may, I called my husband and I told him, you need to come home immediately and get this rat out of the room because I'm not going to be able to sleep here. I would not have been able to stay in that room. I freaked out. I grabbed my son and I didn't leave the room. I sat there and I stared at that thing until my husband You're came home because I didn't want to lose it in the room in our apartment. I would not have been able to live there. I would have had to move out. I would have had to leave. That I don't because those people have family. They've got friends. Yeah. Those things are they. They are. Don't they run in packs too? They're not like solo animals. Well, I had my husband came home. He locked himself in that room until <laughs> <laughs> he had the rat. At one point, the dresser was in the hallway. Our bed was in the hallway because he kept moving furniture out because he'd find it and it'd hide behind something. <laughs> went through I can't believe he took there. everything well he he eventually caught the rat yeah, but my point is is how do you know that thing was solo you're assuming no and then after that we heard them all the time up in the attic and we moved shortly after <laughs> one would hope yeah I'll tell you this though this happened to me what was it I think it was was it last summer or was winter I can't even remember I was on it was in New York on business and my, my family's from New York and my grandmother lives in Queens. And every time I go to New York, I try to stop and, you know, see her in Queens. I don't know if I ever told you the story. John knows the story and we were dying laughing. It's horrible. But um, my grandmother, who is 87 years old, she does what a lot of 87-year-olds do. And she goes to bed at like 7 p.m. So I usually, if I've got a day extra, I'll head to Queens and I'll hang out there. And I should just maybe crash there and then head into the city for work or whatever. And I was there visiting. 
and it was like maybe 8.30 and I was in the living room watching like MSNBC or some shit and um, they had just remodeled the basement because she lives in one of those brownstones um, where they she lives in the main area and then the basement is like an apartment that she rents out and then she's got upstairs rooms. So this is, a, this is like the childhood home that I grew up in in Queens um, every summer. And I'm sitting there hanging out watching TV by myself and it happened. And this was the first time I've ever been this close to one. It wasn't a rat, it was a mouse. This thing ran out from underneath the sofa. When I tell you that we made direct eye contact, me and this thing, <laughs> I was paralyzed, frozen with fear, grossed out. I'm scratching right now thinking about it because I'm so repulsed by these things. And it was like dark brown, the most disgusting thing. And I remember thinking to myself, like, oh my God, it's finally happened. Like my entire life, I've been thinking about these, these, this vermin and what I would do if I became you know, um, if I was, if I fell victim to one and here I was, and we were looking right at each other and it was a really pivotal moment for me. I remember started to scream at the top of my lungs and freaked out, woke up my grandmother, went in her room, told her what happened. And of course she's trying to downplay it. She's like, well, no, we just did some remodeling in the basement. And you know that that really does sometimes attract rats. And I said, have you seen this before? Cause at this point now I want someone to blame because everybody in my family, every person in my family knows that I'm terrified of these things. And if they knew that it was there and they didn't tell me there'd be fucking hell to pay for letting me go there anyway, knowing that I'd be subjected to this thing. A rat in New York. Correct. I know, right? A rat in Hollywood. Honestly, I never saw one. And I, I've spent anyway. years, uh, my entire life going to this house and I never saw a mouse or a rat. I'd heard other people that had, but I had not. So the low point in this story, and it's one of those moments that I'm not proud of, but I'm not even scared. I, I'm not proud of this moment because I think it's so pathetic, but at the same time, I have no qualms about sharing it because that's how deep my fear of these things runs. That that night, um, and it's a, it's a two-bedroom one bath, so it's like that super small brownstone style. It's not a big house. It's probably what, like maybe a thousand square feet. Um, I remember thinking to myself, if I have to get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I thought about it. I didn't do it, but I thought about putting one of my grandmother's depends on. I swear to God. <laughs> because if I had to get up and shuffle in the middle of the night and I had to encounter this thing again, somebody would have to die. And I think it would be me because I was so freaked out. I didn't put the diaper on, but I thought about it for a second. So should we go to San Francisco and get a drink? <laughs> At this bar. If somebody said to me, listen, I've got a million dollars that's burning a hole in my pocket, and I like you that much, that I'm going to give you a million dollars to go to this bar, sit down, and drink out of some disgusting glass that's been in the presence of all these gross rats and the gross people that are there enjoying this, I would turn down a million dollars. Because those things would be crawling on your legs. You know that they're probably designed to be pet and held and cuddled. and People love them. People are disgusting. <laughs> What I, my theory on that whole thing is that the people that are there have never really had any real fun. Because if that's your idea of fun, if that is your idea of like a really pleasant evening and a great way to pass some time, you've never had some real fucking fun. But if it was your dog. We're not talking about my dog. We're talking about fucking disgusting. Isn't there like, and I'm not a bit, I don't read the Bible. I should not even try to quote the Bible. I'm not. But I remember hearing stories that isn't it like when the end of the world comes that it's going to be filled with like rats, snakes, and cockroaches, or is that something I made up in my own mind? Are you asking me? Yeah, that's right. That, you're probably not the person asking. That might be something I made up in my own mind, but I think that there's something to it that biblically, biblically, when the end of days comes, it's those fuckers that are going to be here and not the rest of us. Mm, it, sounds, it makes sense. It makes sense. Cockroaches and rats. I know cockroaches are the ones that can live through if we get like gassed Anything. or bombed. I think rats too. Okay, Jess, the other story 
that I um, read about and saw on TV and I've heard a lot about is um, the story about the serial killer in LA that's just coming to trial. Oh, with the Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher has just had to go on on the stand. Where he had that weird, creepy mustache. (laughs) That's not part of the story, but I thought that was weird. (laughs) Did you see it? <laughs> I did, and I I didn't get it. Well, my first thought was he must be in a, in a like a movie or something I right hope now. So. Like that has to be some part of a character that he just has to keep on for the moment. Okay, that's a fair <laughs> argument. I saw that and I thought, you know, that you're on trial. Not you were on trial, but anyway, I guess I'm digressing. I think, I think that has to be some thing beyond him just like making a fashion statement. <laughs> yeah, which is now is not on the, the time. stand right yeah. now. Yeah, I think he thought it made him look more mature or something. Um, but my whole thought on it was, okay, poor Ashton Kutcher. Like he's all Poor Ashton Kutcher. That woman was killed. Yeah, but he had nothing to do with it. And he's now put on the stand 18 years later having to remember details and all of the stuff. I'd be terrified if it were me. Like, you know, he's, he said like in the, in the moment, like when they found her and everything, like he was convinced like, oh my God, they're going to think I did it. Like I talked to her on the phone that night, you know, he... Oh, His I see what fingerprints you mean. were on the doorknob. Oh, like, you know, he was trying to get in. He's knocking on the window. He said he looked through the window. He probably had fingerprints on the window, like on the glass, like trying to look in. He said he saw the blood stain on the carpet and thought it was red wine because oh, she had a party the night before. Those details. And like now he's having to remember like those tiny details 18 years later. Like I can't remember details from last week I mean but in all <laughs> fairness if something that like you know monumental happened I think you'd hold I mean when I, I, the I things that have happened to me that have been pretty big I remember and I have a terrible memory but I tend to hold on to a lot of the minute details of that I, that, I think, that could count as that I think that but I think probably probably from the moment he showed up at her house he remembers everything but I wonder how much he remembers from before that you know just the casual conversations and all of that before he thought he could be blamed for this yeah and it made me think like I mean he wasn't he might have had some acting roles at that point but he wasn't Ashton Kutcher at that point like people didn't know him the way they know him now well and not to cut you off I mean and he seems like a very nice man it's Ashton Kutcher it's not Meryl Streep so he's not the, true, but he's known I don't think well I don't think he's known for being like you know an academy award winning no. actor no, 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 not like that. But he is a—he's a, a celebrity. He's For definitely sure. a celebrity, and this is pre Demi Moore marriage and all of that. It's like he wasn't the name that he is now. Nobody needed to believe him. But think about like how many situations you've been in, and think like, what if I got falsely accused of something? I think about that all the time, and I'll tell I, you why. Yeah, I watch Dateline all the time, and all those like murder mystery, twenty twenty, sixty minutes, all of them. Totally. And you There's- see those things. It's like sometimes they aren't. The real culprit. Oftentimes, I mean, the Central Park Five is a great example of that. Like these poor kids were, what, not even that long ago they were exonerated, but for years, they spent years in prison. Not only that, but they spent years in prison um, with an entire country of people that were thinking that they were rapists and that they were, you know, that they committed this horrible, horrible act and it wasn't even them. I think for me, I've thought about it. I think we all, I think it's human nature to think about what you would do if you were wrongfully accused of something because that's fucking scary. And to your point, it does happen. Mm-hmm. My biggest fear is I couldn't survive in prison. I couldn't make it. <laughs> I would not make it. I would, I, I, I think about that all the time because I love Orange is the New Black. And I would be that person that would just be whining and complaining about the food all the time and talking about how there's, it's so boring and there's nothing to do. And I think on in prison, don't they all share a TV? 
Or do you get your own? I think it's death row where you get your own. <laughs> I don't think you get your own TV. <laughs> so then you'd have to compromise on what everybody's going to be watching, which, again, TV's not, like, the biggest thing, but it's probably the most exciting thing going on in prison. I would hazard to guess. Maybe that's not true, and I know that there's a lot of, like, rough, crazy shit that happens in prison. I could see you really getting into it after a while, though. Are you like, crazy? If into you, prison? If, if you had to be there for a long time, I could see you, like... Eventually, like being the leader of some pack, and, really? Like, yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, girls, <laughs> we're gonna so go. You think fuck I'd be up. running shit? Yeah, I think you would be like one of the the alpha girls in prison. Wow, that's <laughs> one of the nicest things you've ever said to me, really and truly. Because I always, I always saw myself latching onto like the toughest bitch there. Because you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I would be like, you know, hey, I can be kind of funny and. I like to laugh, and I'm a really good girlfriend, and you could trust me. I'm not going to rat. Like, I would be the girl that would do anything, and the thing that scares me is I'm not gay, but I would definitely probably be gay in prison because if it would have to be, like, latching onto, like, some butch chick that's going to protect me, I have I would have to do it. You'd be, yeah. yeah I would have I to do it. I could see you doing that, too. I would have to do it, yeah, because <laughs> I, I'm not fighting people on my own. I can't do it. Well, I think you would definitely be in the, the top tier. I really appreciate that. I think that's really awesome. You're welcome. I mean, I think it's great to be the header of any community, so I'll take what I can get, even if it's, you know, head bitch in prison. You're a leader. You know, leadership skills are really important, too. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I I think about, what. so what, I guess, the, 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 the thing that would scare me the most about being in a situation like that is the idea of, you know, maybe eventually people will believe you, but it's living with that idea of maybe they never won't. They won't. Mm-hmm. And you could potentially be there for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah. I don't know all the details of this specific case to know like why it has taken 18 years for him to That's what I was wondering finally, too. Like, be on trial, but... Was he free leading up to this? I don't know. I, so, mean, I don't know what... I, I don't know enough details about the, the murder part of it, like what number she was. I know there was four women... I believe there was four women total. That they know of. Yeah, that they know of. And I think, I don't know how many in she was. I'll tell you what scares me to death, though. The one thing I do know is that he was an air conditioning repair guy. In a uniform. In a uniform. And I've had those people in my house. And that's fucking scary. That you can't even have somebody repair your air conditioning so you could be cool and comfortable in the summer without worrying about them fucking killing you later. All right. Well, thanks so much, Stephanie, for the odd news. You're welcome. It's my specialty. It's your specialty. So Stories that serve zero purpose but are interesting nonetheless. True. I appreciate it. Anyway, those of you at home, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at OMG I Can't Podcast. And maybe you might have some odd story that you'd like for us to talk about. Don't be afraid to share it and DM us and let us know. Maybe it'll pop up as one of our odd topics. Thanks, guys. <laughs>